Listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. At 13 minutes past nine, on the 27th of April last week, 2021, uh, we of course celebrated Freedom Day for the 27th year. Uh, flying high a flag which was credited to a person who was employed by the state to convene and chair the flag design submission uh, excuse me, proposals process uh, by artists across South Africa. On today's African Narrative, we're joined by Bandile Makibilili, poet, uh, graphic designer and author of uh, To Be Black. He's highlighting the infringement on intellectual property and his main concern is that not all of the designers of the South African flag have been credited and celebrated. He speaks about a tembane Hastings Mkai, I hope I'm saying that surname correctly, and how he remains unknown, yet his work is visible to everybody. He designed the South African Democratic Teachers Union Satu logo, uh, the logo of the House of Traditional Leaders in the Eastern Cape. The 2004 uh, Games logo, according to Bandila, we've got to change the toxic attitude of honoring artists after their death when and yet when they are alive, we let them live in the shadows of their own creativity. That's the part that got me, Bandile. When they are alive, we let them live in the shadows of their own creativity. How did we even become like that? Welcome and good evening. Uh, good evening, uh, KG and the listener. How did we become those people who love, because we do love to celebrate people once they've passed. It's almost a culture uh, in South Africa. And uh, we, we, you know, we blaze their accolades. We say they did this, they did this, they did this. In fact, a lot of people don't know that when they were alive, they did this. And yet when they're alive, uh, we barely care to recognize and validate people's work. Uh, thank you so much for the question, KG. I'm tempted to believe that we as black people in particular have been psychologically and mentally defeated a long time ago. And it's so unfortunate that when you have not liberated the mind, no progressive solution shall ever prevail from us as a black people. Because we speak highly, because we are suffering from a massive level of self-hate, therefore we can't speak good about people when they leave. We wait for them to die before we can speak. Uh, in the same context of the flag, Mr. Mkai is still alive, Banile is still alive. Uh, the person who's been pushing this whole thing about the flag is because Mr. Mkai himself never wanted to raise any issue about the work that he's been doing for the country until I had to push him and show him the bigger picture of what this whole thing is all about. And then um, just to elaborate on the effect of uh, people dying, uh, when, for instance, when Bronald died, you know that our government and their defeat, um, your minister of Nad- minister Nadim Teta. <laughs> he says they, your they, minister. I like yeah, how you <laughs> call him my minister. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when they were actually shining some spotlight on Bronwell, it is social media that actually brought the matter up to say, no, don't lie to us. We know the designer is Mr. Mukai. It is because I've been running like you know lectures in South African universities and also abroad about to be black. The book I wrote which actually profiles the work of Mr. Mkai, where all the national symbols that he has created are also incorporated there, including the flag of the country. Uh, we never had an issue about the flag in particular. It was just my plight and my experience as somebody who's actually practically involved 
in the arts on the ground, you know, mentoring and developing grassroots artists to become household names, like the ones that you are celebrating today. You are direct products of my platforms and efforts. So when I got exposed to Mr. Mukai's works, I realized that what I'm doing is actually nothing when there's people like him who has done so much for the country, yet no one's actually recognizing the efforts, his creative input. And also looking at the subject of why artists die poor. It's like we wait for people to die, then there's that hype for two minutes, then it's gone again. I had to study and understand the depth of the problem and then try to apply a possible solution. So to be black and the symbol of the South African flag is one of the projects that one has been working on to actually show that uh, not much attention or detail is given to the problem. They only focus on the results of the problem, you know. And one of them is the intellectual property theft, just like the flag of the country, uh, which no one has actually questioned that. How can somebody, in his own admission, the late Freddie Bonnell, that he was a chairperson of the selection board, hmm. meaning he was a referee and a player at the same time, yet the academically sound and politically sound individuals of this country never question that. People have got PhDs. Hmm. Uh, they only say according to archives according to our records but no one questions that somebody who's employed by the state to be said to be credited for being a designer yet he was the one who was receiving all the submissions yeah and for some reason sorry and for some reason my interest became back in 2005 when i looked at the works that white people have done then i got an interest and i told mr mkai that this is this guy mr mkai didn't take me serious because he was thinking that the fact that Bronner was a coordinator. Just like him, Mr. Mkai coordinated a lot of other symbols, like the Eastern Cape Coat of Arms, which gets registered by the same state herald. You know? So, so Mr. Mkai himself is also a coordinator. Where where does the line end up sort of getting drawn uh, between the coordinators and the creatives to the extent where, uh, you know, clearly uh, it, it, it ends up almost, uh, uh, you know, the creative element of it ends up almost uh, going into the back burner because to create something as majestic as uh, a flag of a country, uh, which is the highest symbol of a country uh, is is a huge deal, and for him not to be recognised for that twenty seven years into democracy formally is problematic. Yes, it is like too much because remember, uh, Mr. Mkai was involved in, was involved in actually in politics back in the day during apartheid. Mm. So these organisations actually approached him because he was the best in terms of the fine arts department when he was studying at the University of Forte, mm. where like your Satu people approached him to actually design the symbols in 1991. Mm. And if people don't know, the Satu logo is older than the SA flag. So when they approached him, he was sending it because he was assisting the, the, the organization because no one had to know that he's the one who's playing those symbols. Mm. Because of, for political reasons, of course. Now, out of everything that he's been doing, whenever he was making submissions for all the designs that he has done for the country, he wouldn't care or worry about giving, getting recognition. Now, when we talk about the issue of the flag, you know, our um, we I would say we elevated the intellectual capacity of the department in question in resolving issues but you realize that no these people are not intelligent in the manner in which they approach this whole thing because when you design something i'm a graphic designer as well mm. you design and give to the organization 
not anticipating that they're going to steal your work or take your work, give it to somebody else to enhance what you've already done. If now, the, if, you know, can I stop you there? If the process is done, after that submission, what ideally should happen to your intellectual property when you've submitted it and they choose it? I think we've got uh, people who are like academically sound, you know, to, to address this thing in terms of the legal space and otherwise. Mm. They are supposed to, they are supposed, I think, like what the Satu people has done, they sent Mr. Mkai a letter acknowledging that they actually selected his flag. Mm. Now, because Mr. Mkai, whenever he was sending his works, including the Satu logo, there would always be certain elements of the design that gets removed. For instance, in the Satu logo, that round ribbon, the, the, the green one, if you notice that he he sent he sent a design with a barbed wire. Now, so if, it's modified. Yeah, they modified the works, and then they claim that they've designed the work. The same thing that applied to the Herald. They steal the works because they say mm-hmm. they work with the, the the organization come. Of course, organization come with works that are done by artists, not the organization. Then they take those work and modify the works. Then they say it's their design. That is how they get to steal the works of the artists. I even spoke with the State Herald and ask him to send me annexures of the, 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 the Court of Arms of Eastern Cape, the, the name of the coordinator, including the designer, so that we were able to prove how that office of theirs gets to steal work. How can you be employed by a state and, and request for submissions across South Africa? All of a sudden, out of 7,000 plus submissions, no one is actually acknowledged for that. Then the person who was receiving the submissions from artists is the one who actually gets credit. And then they say they are going through 7,000 uh, submissions. I asked Mr. Mabas that, don't you have an archiving system where you look at the alphabet, you know, of the first name if you archive it in that way, or the same name for M. Then they say, no, it's a laborious exercise, it's going to take some time. Now it shows the level of the people who are actually representing us in these offices. Mm. To show that, and I asked them, how do we expect to find Mr. Mkai's design when Bronel has already stolen it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but we, we, we have a caller. By the way, if uh, you want to call us, you can call through on 011-714-2006. We're talking issues of infringement of intellect- on it- intellectual property with uh, Bandile Makibili. He's a poet, he's a graphic designer and author of To Be Black. When you when they receive a submission, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming in today's age they would say there's a request for uh, a submission, a request for a proposal. Um, when, when that uh, submission or proposal uh, of a logo is received, what kind of an acknowledgement is given to the artist to say, here uh, we acknowledge we received drawing X, uh, for even if it's part of seven thousand, as they said, uh, to 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 acknowledge that uh, this drawing X belongs to artist Y. Yes. I didn't get the question. The question is, what kind of an acknowledgement, if at all, because you say, for example, for the Satu logo, uh, it was modified. I'm asking at the point of, of submission, right? When, yes. uh, uh, well, Because I'm assuming there's, there's a call for submission. They say, we're looking for a logo. Uh, for whatever it is. Um, and if they say, for example, they've received 7,000 submissions, the yes. people who submit, is there anything that they give you to say, we have received your design, an acknowledgement to acknowledge a receipt of the design that, that you uh, as artist X ha- has done? No, unfortunately not. Uh, according to how Mr. Mkai told me, there was no acknowledgement. So, which means like, there's no proof. 
Yes, there's nothing that they give us because it, the, the level of incompetence that exists in these offices, you know, you, you, it would be like a luxury to receive even that from them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But then yet they, they, they want the legal space to be dominant, like the evidence, like in terms of how do you, how do you give evidence for an, for an original design that you sent and they never acknowledge that they received your submission. And back in the day, those were sent via post. Mm, mm, and, mm. And, and, and now they are busy with one thing, why wait until now? Now I ask them who is to blame their ignorance or us because we've been doing lectures, we've been, and this guy was alive two days after we had an interview on Radio 2000 in, in 2014. He was on TV on that show called Play Your Part where mm. he was interviewed by Cabello speaking about this thing. They were trying to do a counter interview to that one that we've done. Now that is dead, the government has been shining some spotlight on him. Mm. Now now, now that the social media and the people are listening to us, people are not, are not as dumb as that office is. People are very intelligent. They're able to separate the fact that how can someone who's employed by the state and who is actually a chairperson be the one who's assigned the, the role to be a designer. They mm. were still awaiting a response for that, which they are running away from answering us. But wow. Uh, we've got a caller, um, uh, Bandile. Uh, Aisha in Uppington. Hello, Aisha. Welcome to SAFM. Good evening, Katie, and good evening to your guests. This is to your guests and, and to any artist within hearing. Go to CIPC before you submit anything to anyone, whether it's government, whether it's business, whether it's... Log on to CIPC, pay the money, register your intellectual property as your property. That is what you need to do before you move on anything. Yeah. So how much money do you have to pay to register with uh, CIPC, Asia? It depends on on what you're doing. On what I, you're registering. I, yes, I trust that Lesejo is going to get CIPC in because this is a very necessary conversation. Mm. Our people don't need to work. Just our intellectual property will sort us out for life. Look mm. at that dude from Vodacom now. Do you what? understand what I'm saying? No, I do understand what you're saying. Okay, then. Okay, bye. Thank you very much. It's it's an important discussion, right, uh, Bandila, about uh, issues of 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 copyright. Um, yeah. In 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 your book, uh, "To Be Black," what kinds of things do you say, if at all, about uh, copyright issues? Okay, now like I've, like I've indicated that the the, the 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 whole concept or the project of To Be Black was never about the South African flag. Né? The South African flag is just uh, one of the artworks that Mr. Mkai has done during his lifetime where he was he did not want to speak about it, but I decided to force him to speak about it, including the other symbols, you know. But I did not focus mainly on, on what really needs to be done in terms of... Um, you know, intellectual property. But now when, when we were provoked by the state who actually takes a position of crucifying us before even understanding the depth and the background behind why we actually came up with this whole thing of the flag, you know, it was just a, po- a small portion of the works that are covered in To Be Black. Then, but in terms of in terms of what you are asking, it's incorporated in a documentary that we're working on called "A Life Almost Lived." There's a segment about intellectual property theft. Yeah. We're making reference and example of the South African flag, you know, so that they see how works get stolen by these people. 
In terms of the South African flag, because th- that one is, is for me a big issue, maybe uh, uh, the, um, uh, Tem- Tem- uh, Tembani uh, Mkai has, has moved on. Uh, but what the kind, I saw some communication that looks like it, it went a, a, as far as very high offices in, in government. What, what happened there? Okay, now what happened is after this whole thing, they said they had never received any submission and then asked that uh, Mr. Mkai make some submission to actually explain further about uh, his his claim about the flag. So I actually traveled all the way from Stakesbrate to make hands, to deliver, to make the submissions at the Office of the Presidency, Office of Minister Natin Tetwa, the Heraldry. And after realizing that these people don't know how to do their job in terms of the field of the arts, I decided to also submit another submission at the, in, in Cape Town Parliament, uh, like uh, the PC on arts and culture, mm. give them the trend of communication because I say, the Herald say they will be investigating this. Now I'm asking how does, I say, Minister Nadim Tata has failed because you cannot instruct the same office responsible for the fraud to investigate itself. Mm-hmm. Because now what's going to happen when it comes to that? So those are the offices I, we, I decided that we go and submit it so that if we decide to take a legal route, which they will have to, to do this thing they call this circumstantial evidence. Mm-hmm. And they must also come and prove to us, because they are concerned about proof and why now, they must prove to us that they must acknowledge the fact that Frederick Brownwell defrauded procurement processes. You yeah. can't be a chairperson of the selection board and be the designer. We've got well-educated people who've got PhDs, mm. you know, and do we have, who have done research. We don't use Google Scholar. We are on the ground. <laughs> we experience the realities of, of artists on the ground, you know. So now what happened is we want them to come and say that Frederick Brownwell for the procurement processes under the watch of Cyril Ramaphosa, including the apartheid vanguard, this guy called Ruth Mayer. Mm. And now they are using black faces to come and fight us. Yet there's a guy called Marcel Van Rossum who is there, who's the deputy director of the Heraldry, who were part of this fraud with, 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 with um, the team at the Heraldry. Because I, when I went there and told them what they were, he said, whoever says that it is on the flag is nonsense. And then we had a discussion for over two hours, where he even told me that there was a guy who came out there to say a Bronner was not a, a painter. That is the guy who painted the flag. And no one is questioning that, and no one actually sees the necessity and the importance of rectifying the issue of painting to flag. Yes, they're speaking about big things that are far from their reach that they cannot solve. We need to fix this thing about artists. What artists are dying poor. We are alive. They must come and ask us questions while they still live and not wait for us to die. Then they write their own research and say, according to Google, they see stories there without understanding the depth of this whole problem. So in terms of Tembani, uh, yes. uh, uh, Mr. Mkai, uh, um, he, what is his intention, uh, uh, you, you know, regards uh, particularly the South African flag, uh, you know, the Satu logo? It sounds like the Satu logo because it was modified. Uh, he is not credited for, for, for that either. Is he intending to f- go the legal route in any way? Yeah, right now we are going, we are in consultation now to go the legal route because it's been two years since we made submissions mm. and then we have not received any responses. And as I believe that it's because these people are incompetent, I thought, like I said, we elevated their intelligence only to find out now we're dealing with, I don't know. So what happened is after two years of not receiving a response, 
from all these offices that I've just mentioned. It mm. shows the level of ignorance on their side. And then they're going to wait for us to die, and then they start talking. So we are taking a legal route for this cause. And fortunately, I also made submission to opposition political parties because they represent different people in parliament. And they're also their ignorance has also been uh, reflected on their responses, like your UDM leader, uh, DA leaders, and then we also submitted the EFF. Fortunately, today I got communication from uh, EFF uh, uh, person, uh, Mr. Ringo Malingos. Apparently, they had a discussion today in Parliament oh. about, about, about this uh, private thing that he was telling me regarding the issue of the flag. So we, are, we will be taking legal steps, but we did submit to all these different stakeholders of government to try and find a solution to this. Because when they asked about the issue of, 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 of proof, according to them, I asked them, where is the proof of black people that they own the land? and that the land belongs to them. Mm. The fact that we cannot raise issues because the time has passed, I think is very one-dimensional and very short-sighted. Yeah. So ultimately, in the end, when you do, uh, you know, in, in, in your own individual work as Bandile, author, poet, graphic designer, when you do teach in the future at all about issues of uh, the infringement on intellectual property, what learnings have you taken in 2021 in South Africa? Uh, no, what I've learned because I've never taken some time to study in the girl or the what can I say the ex that governs in between intellectual property. Like I'm saying, uh, sometimes you know this scholastic approach to issues is problematic to our problems, especially for us people who are on the ground because they don't really relate to how and how we do it on the ground. Mm. Now, hence, like I make an example that you submit an original copy of what you do. I'll make an example, not only visual art. I go to somebody's studio who has studio equipment. I record my song there. Other recording my song because I don't have equipment. That person who owns that place takes my song. Then you're going to come and ask me to prove something that is not in my position. Mm, mm, so, 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 so we first need to understand the, the, the fundamentals of the problem before we can actually apply solution to the problem. Yeah. So the, the documentary that we're working on that actually going to project how politics affects, you know, the, 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 the transformation of the arts, how the media affects the transformation of the arts, and all these different aspects, the intellectual property, they are all incorporated in different segments of the documentary. So that every step that we are taking, we are showing people because I'm a person who believes in testing everything that I'm told. I don't take whatever I'm being told. I have to question and understand it before I apply a solution to it. So for now, that question may be very tricky in terms of how I will mm. teach in future because I haven't gotten all the necessary information that yeah. I need in order for me to be able to teach Unfortunately, time is not on our side. But thank you, Bandile, uh, for talking to us. Bandile Makibilili, poet, uh, graphic designer and author of To Be Black. We're talking the infringement on intellectual property rights. Uh, Liseho Mangwenyane is a producer of this show. Phineas Ndoba, technical producer. Uh, Stay tuned, please, for Late Night Conversations with Patricia Nduli. News at 10 will be with uh, Mudupi Mahalimele. Thank you for your ears. Keep it SAFM.